Have you used a Bruchard planner? Leave your comments below. Where's, where's below? There's no below. What are you, on YouTube? <laughs> I don't know what why. You leave your comments <laughs> below. Welcome to episode 14 of Live It or Waste It. I am David Guggenheim. And I'm Dave Wine, and this is the show about getting the most out of your life. If you're in the process of changing your life and you're seeking a community of like-minded people, join us on this journey of remaking our lives the way we want with the help of the Live It or Waste It community. Welcome back, Dave. Good to see you. We're back at it again, huh? Boom. 14 shows now in the bag once we finish this one. Right. 14. It's gone by so fast. You've grown so much. I have. I was thinking about that big cookie uh, you had uh, last week with, at the DMV. That was a nice big fat cookie you got to put in your cookie jar, right? That was a big cookie. I'm, I'm very proud of that cookie, and uh, we're looking to make more cookies of that nature. You should write that down as one of your cookies. I should write that down. Yeah. yeah. Write things down. It's important. And you know what? We have corrected all the issues that were facing me at the DMV. And we're now fully up and running in the way we needed to be. So there was no reason for me to freak out or have a meltdown. And uh, so I'm glad I did. Look at that. Word of the week. Self-care. Self-care. How do you care for yourself? You know, David, this is probably one thing most of us don't make a priority. And it's a major reason for the pain that we endure. We don't take care of ourselves. We don't take time to take care of ourselves. Why is that? We're constantly putting others ahead of ourselves. We're putting work priorities ahead of ours. Kid priorities in front of ourselves, relatives, in-laws, outlaws. Law laws. All the laws. Yeah. And, and, you know, we don't think about how important it is to take some me time, even taking breaks in between projects or during a project that's going to take a long time. We're going to get into that in more detail later when we talk about daily planning, but you have to understand that you are the only person who can take care of yourself. So if, if you're not thinking about your, your mind, your body, you know, diet and exercise, we've talked about that, going to the doctor regularly once a year at the, at the least to get a physical, make sure everything is going okay. Because if you're sick, then how are you going to take care of anybody else? You can't. And that's the number one thing. If you're not taking care of yourself, you can't take care of other people. We go back to that analogy in the airplane when you're, when the cabin is depressurized and the masks come down, you don't put the mask on your kids. You don't put the mask on your seatmate. You don't put it on your wife. No, you put it on you first. Because if you don't, if you're not breathing oxygen, then you can't assist people around you. You can't save other people's lives. 
But self-care is something that many of us, uh, myself included, overlook very oftentimes. And you find that what you're able to do for other people is heavily degraded by that. And so sometimes it is important to take care of yourself. Right. And, and that, that means a lot of the things that you've been saying, a lot of it has to do with setting yourself up for the day, setting yourself up for the week, setting yourself up for the month and the year. Yeah. And that ties into, I think, what we're going to be talking about today, which is planning. And, and planning is something that we have been talking about over the last few shows. We were talking about writing that list, the dump, if you will, of the, the, the dump truck of all the things that are bothering you. Put it out there on paper and start dealing with it. And as I reported back, you know, I, I have been doing that as part of a daily dump now. How's that working out? It's working out really well in terms of allowing me to plan for my day and prioritize what it is I need to do and be able to knock off a few things, a few, you know, top three items on there. But where I end up in trouble is that I have yesterday's list and then I make today's list. And do I re... Because today has a whole bunch of new things on it. What do I do with yesterday's list? Because I only did three things off the list. Do I have to rewrite everything or do I add on to the old list or... You're saying you didn't finish? You didn't finish the list the day before? I didn't finish the whole list. No, I had tons of things on my list. Well, for one thing, it sounds like your list is too long. I got a lot of things to do. I'm, I'm, I was doing a brain dump. I, I you can't say there's too many things on the brain dump. No, I'm talking about for your daily tasks. I think you had too many things to do. So you, you, you do the top three. Right. Everything else is icing on the cake. No, I just had, uh, I, I brain dumped, right? You can't judge my brain dump. You can't judge my brain dump. I, I dumped my brain and I, I came up with a long list of things to do. And I picked three things on there that I accomplished to one degree or another. Because again, I'm not going to get so overwhelmed with having to finish everything. Because some things are long-term projects that need more than one day. I took a nice chunk of you know, time, like an hour or so, and I worked on it, and I didn't finish it, and I had a bunch of stuff that I haven't worked on. So when I brain dump today, because that was basically last week's brain dump, and then I brain dumped again today. Today we're recording this on a Monday. What am I going to do with all these things? And I think I'm, I'm, I'm doing okay during the day, but long-term planning is what I'm getting at, is I'm having a little bit, I don't have a system. Well, it sounds to me like you need to get yourself a daily planner. A daily planner? A daily planner. So that you can map out what tasks you need to get done that day. And you know how much time you have to get it done. Instead of If I had a daily planner, would it help me with this issue that I'm encountering? An issue where I have a bunch of stuff to do? but I don't know how to organize it. 
and do it all methodically and knock it all out of the park? I believe so. And I think that our good old friend Brendan Bouchard has some suggestions on how to use your daily. It's helped me immensely stay focused and stay on task. And I can see my day written down, which allows me to prepare mentally for each task that I know is coming up. And so I thought it would be a good idea that we talk about this video that he has where he goes through his daily planner and gives you tips on how to use it. And I think this would help you out. You don't necessarily have to get this planner, but I think a daily planner would certainly get you organized. You know, somebody like me gets distracted very easily. I'm always trying to multitask, but multitasking really is um, a waste of time. No, I'm, I'm completely with you. The multitask is a, a pain in the rump. Your brain focuses on one thing at a time. If you're doing more than one thing at a time, you're not doing either any of the activities very well. Right. And I guess my question for you is, I've had the calendar, right? The calendar book, we op open it up, and it's a schedule, right? It's days of the week, and you write things down, you know, as you have to do things, and you could write, and you could use that as a, a daily planner. Right. But it's basically just a calendar. I've never found that to be very helpful. It's not something that I would stick with, that I wouldn't whip it out and write stuff down in it. And now in the, with the onset of the mobile phone, as I like to call it, I do use the calendar in my phone, but that's mostly for appointments and schedules and meetings. And how does, well, number one, how different is a daily planner from a calendar? Well, speaking of Brendan's planner, the difference here is that it has actually some tests uh, in the front, at the beginning, that you take an assessment test of different aspects of your life. And you had teased, actually, last time that you were going to take this live on the air. Uh-oh. So it's, uh, it's only 10 different aspects, and you rate them from 1 to 10, 1 being bad, 10 being the best. You ready? Wait, wait, wait. wait. 1 being bad... 10 being the best. Yeah, it's just like pretty much every 1 through 10 scale you've ever... Ever, ever encountered. encountered. Ever. Right. Ever. So the first one is health. Regularly taking care of yourself. Yeah. I, 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 good. I'm, I'm healthy. I'll give myself a 7. I regularly take care of myself so that I can feel my best. I want my overall physical and emotional health, my well-being to be primed and optimized. That sound like you? Okay, too. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go for five. Right there in the middle, huh? Right there in the middle. Mental and emotional. Keep a positive outlook and attitude. Cultivate a sense of joy and peace in my life. All I have are negative thoughts. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, that was a Joker quote. 
I don't know yes. if you caught that. I, I got it. You got it. For those in the audience who might not have seen Joker, who might have not missed out on this masterpiece, um, I don't know. I would say I, I work on that. My, my wife and I have conversations about our, our mental fortitude weekly. So I would say we're doing, you know, six or seven. Six I think or seven. Okay. I don't know. I, it's interesting. These scales are interesting. Just are you are you comparing yourself against Tim Robbins, or are you con- comparing yourself against you know the average American? I don't think you're comparing yourself to anyone. You just how do you feel about the effort? I think is really and the the results of your effort. Right. That's, that's really what you're asking yourself. There definitely is room for improvement. Okay, so how about partner and love? Do you feel consistently deep, trusting, appreciative, soulful, loving connection with your significant other? Ten. Oh. Family. I am present with my family. I am creating deep connection and a fun and positive energy with the family members that I keep in contact with. I have very good family relationships. Uh, I, I probably need to communicate with them more often to in, in enjoy their company more since I live in a different part of the world than they do. I, I think it's a, you know, eight. I have very positive relationship with family members. Friends. My immediate social circle of friends brings me connection, fun, and positive energy into my life. Again, it's, I find it really tough to put a number on these things. Um, I could definitely do better in the friend department. Definitely do better. Mission. I feel clear, energized, and fulfilled by my work and contributions to the world. Mission? That's called mission? That's called mission. That's tough. Uh, I, I, you know, I have a pretty clear mission as to my business and, and, and all of that. It's a challenge, though, to, to get my mind's eye into the world out there. So, five. Everything feels very fivey for me, except for the family stuff. Experiences. I plan special experiences, trips, adventures, nights out, time to connect or disconnect so that I enjoy life. That's a one. Two. Spirit. I feel connected to the present moment and vitally alive in my spirit. I am congruent with my beliefs and behaviors and keep my faith and values at the forefront of my decisions and daily actions. Well, I am congruent to my my beliefs. I I live very much in line with, with how I preach, how I want to live. So, doing good there. Uh, finances i am being responsible in how i spend my money i'm saving money for my future yeah i have finances (laughs) that's all right (laughs) five it it was on my it was on my brain dump the other day i'm I'm working on the finances so that's a work in progress learning I am curious and pay attention to the world around me so that I can learn new things. I ask questions. I seek to discover new things about myself 
and others. That's why I watch CNN every night. <laughs> Learn about all the different things in the world. <laughs> all right, come on. So I think you know, after wife, we've taken my this, wife a... encounters this all the time. She she gives me these tests, these these like type of tests, like how was your mental awareness? And she's always very confounded about my ability to to circumvent the the purpose of the test. <laughs> yeah, because you're not you're not really participating. No, I'm not. You just kind of you took the test yeah. and you wrote down numbers. Yeah, and an honest, and you're point. not writing anything down, and you're not really thinking about what you're what you're trying to. I am what the questions ask. No, no, I am. You're you're holding me accountable here. I I hate that. I think we should just sum up this thing and not. Yeah, it's not working out. You're no. disappointed in, in me. <laughs> How did you think this? Was I think go? from this. <laughs> You learned, I think you learned you, you've got some things to work on here. Well, but I well, mean, this that's is how you set your priorities though. You have to set your priorities based on this because these, these are the things that are bothering you. I don't test well. That is not the problem. It's not the test. So if you're going to use a planner, <laughs> so let's say that someone listens to this and say, you know what? Using a planner does sound like a good idea. Let's presuppose that somebody could be thinking that. All right. Even though they listen to me talk. Use the planner is, is an, an important thing. Like what, to, what type of commitment? Yeah. If you're going to get a planner, use the planner. Don't just write a bunch of stuff down and then go on and do what you did the day before you got the planner. So describe this planner though. So, so you open it up and you have this test and, and someone that would, would take this with a certain degree of seriousness would write down their answers. Does that then go into some equation or how is that used? How does that affect how the planner is then used? It allows you to look at what areas of your life need more attention. Hmm. That is how you would prioritize the things you need to do. For example, uh, the low scores for me were finances and friends. So those are two things that I need to start to move to the forefront of my priority list. Okay. And with that said, once you've made your priority list, then you can start to prioritize your days and assign certain amount of time to each priority. That gets you focused and so you're not jumping from one thing to the next. And it shows you also when you write it out on a daily planner, you can see how much you really are able to get done in a day. There's only so many hours. There's only so much time you can assign to each thing. So a lot of times when you don't plan out your day, you're thinking, oh, I'm going to get this done. I'm going to get that done. I'm going to get this done. And you don't really know how much time each one is going to take. And how much time you really have to devote to it. You have other things you have to do. You have life things, right? Sure. You, David, have children you have to take care of. So there's only so much time in a day that you have to devote your time to this. And so if you're, if you're thinking you're going to get all this stuff done and you don't at the end of the day, then you feel defeated. Right. And you don't even want to do anything the next day. And I guess that's why a planner for me seems sort of tough. Like... I really like the idea of the, the brain dump of getting it all down on paper. I like the idea of 
assessing your your strengths and weaknesses. And let's say finances, I score really low on, you know, because my mm-hmm. finances could definitely be be better. To make sure that that's a priority to, for me to address it, instead of you know having it having it appear on my brain dump list, but not make it into one of the three items that I move on, right? Um, just right. to be aware that no, this is something that I like to procrastinate on. That is not something I feel comfortable with. Therefore, I should make it uh, make it a priority. So, I, I mean, I definitely see how that comes together. I just don't necessarily see how that then how finite it gets. Like, are you planning every hour of your day? And if so, what if one you're not able, like you're saying, to finish something? in that planned amount of time, what do you do when you're like, I plan to stop this at this time and to do something else at, at this point? W- what do you do? You, you stop. <laughs> you move on to the next thing on your list. And you're just like, I'll come back to it tomorrow? <laughs> or, or maybe you have it later, scheduled later in the day to go back to it. Right. You know, I mean, if, obviously if you have a deadline then you're going to have to spend as much time as you need to finish it. But I think what you should probably do is give yourself an hour and then take a break, take five, 10 minutes to take a break and go back to it or change and go to something else for an hour and then come back to it. But if you can break it down, you can actually see how much time you can give to this particular project and not have to wait until the last minute to do it and you're you know you have 10 minutes to do your presentation I've got a presentation in 10 minutes you have it planned out and you can even plan you know your whole week you can plan it out on Sunday night and say I'm going to get this done and and once you see how much you can get done on Monday it's easier to know how much you can get done on Tuesday. So here, all right, here's my question for you. So, so you're using this Bouchard planner, right? Yes, correct. How long have you been using it? I've only been using it for a week and a half, but I have noticed a, a, a vast difference in my production and my focus because, I, like I said, I'm easily distracted. This is a great way for someone who's easily distracted to stay on task. And, you know, going back to the assessment test where you you look at different aspects of your life, once you've figured out what it is you need to pay more attention to, like finances, for example, then you start coming up with new habits and new things to do that will correct or optimize your finances. Maybe, you know, you take a seminar on financing, you get a you get one of those budget books you get uh, you watch some tutorials. I know that my brother w- watched some tutorials on finance and has changed his whole way of of budgeting his money. This is the example, and then that becomes part of your daily tasks and your daily habits, and you write them down and you do them at this hour. And like I said, setting a timer. We all have timers on our phone. Yeah. Set your timer for one hour when you sit down. When that timer goes off. You're done. Next project, next thing, next next task of the day. But you you could spend more than one one hour. You're just saying setting apart a, a, a 
a period of time to do a test. Right. Or are you saying right. it has to be and an if, I would say do 45 minutes to an hour. You need to take a break. You need, even if you're going to work on something for two or three hours straight, I would take an hour, uh, a break in between each hour just to reset your mind because, you know, after a while we get, we get a little, um, you know, we get a little tight, a little tense if things aren't going exactly the way we planned. And it's always good to take a walk and recharge and get, get the blood flowing and kind of wipe the slate clean. Are you trying to encourage exercise again? You keep doing that. Um, all right. So, so how have you felt with the planner? I mean, are you still getting your feet wet with it or is it something that, that you're taking to like fish, fish to water? No, somebody like me who's not used to sticking to a regimen, it's tough and I don't want to do it sometimes, but I do it because I know I'm going to get more done if I stick to it. And what's great also, too, is that there's each day there's an evening journal that he provides, which allows you to kind of go back and reassess the day, see how if you got everything done, if you followed the plan, what could you have done better, kind of make you your own life coach, right. which I think is really helpful. It's a lot of more work, but... Just imagine if you did this every night. Just imagine how much further you would get, how much faster you would go. Are you literally scheduling hour to hour? Like, are you write, literally writing stuff down of what you're going to be doing throughout the day? And when do you do that? Do you do that on Sunday afternoon for your week ahead? Or do you, you sketch out a few different things here and there and then fill it out as you, as you go through it? Sunday usually is when I plan the week. I write out the priorities for that week. Um, then m every morning for about 20 minutes, I'll spend filling out the daily planner based on my weekly priorities. How much of uh, this list can I knock off on Monday? And each day I have uh, dedicated to certain things. You know, Mondays is kind of my administrative day where I get a lot of my paperwork and done, bills, etc. Um, Tuesday is more of a creative editing day. I, I dedicate most of my day to editing and uh, show production and etc. etc. I won't go through all my all right, weeks. But so I know that those specific days... I'm going to be setting up around that specific task. One good thing that he has uh, on each day also is your today's top three goals and tasks that absolutely must be done today. So when you list all those out, then it's easier to decide on what part of the day you're going to assign that task and how many hours you're going to give each task. You should know by looking at it generally how much time it's going to take you. You're doing this now a week, a week plus. How are you feeling about it? Cause, and I know that you've been self-critical of your ability yep. to, to prioritize and, and, and schedule. How does it feel? It's empowering. 
and especially coming off the couple of weeks where I was struggling. And, you know, I haven't told you, but I was actually doing an experiment. And that is the reason why I was struggling so much. But I wanted to keep that a secret until now. Oh. Because we're going to talk about that in a later show. What? Uh, Hold on. Hold the phone. I, I was doing an experiment, and it, and it turned out <laughs> to be a very trying and challenging experiment and uh kind of threw me for a loop there but uh so to have this planner to be able and and again it's not easy to stick with it because that timer goes off and you're like oh i want i don't want to do this but you have to do it you have to stop you have to move on and believe me when you stop and you you take five ten minutes to just kind of clear your head you're not thinking about what you just walked away from. You're not thinking about it. You're thinking about the next task. You're focused. And it's so good to look at it and see it and not have to think. You say, okay, there's the timer. What's next? And it's right there, ready to go. Don't put your planner away. That was another thing I heard you say. You said you, you, you write it down and then you, you, you fold it up and probably stick it in a drawer or something. Leave it open on your desk. I, I got it open on my desk. I don't know what I was talking All about. All right. I got it right here. I well, got it right here. Right here yeah. on my list. Get a, get a little lanyard and, and put it around your neck. I'm not getting Walk a lanyard. around with it. My, my notebook's too big. It'll give me scoliosis. Not to offend any of our friends with, with scoliosis. Yeah. Well, another feature is that it has a weekly assessment at the end of each week. And then a monthly assessment. So you're constantly reviewing what you've done, how you can do it better, and what trials and tribulations you went through and how you can maybe avoid them the next time. Does it also allow you to enjoy your successes, to identify <laughs> the, the things that you've done the, and, and celebrate that? Yeah, that's that's in the evening journal. That's um, the evening journal. Okay. Yeah, and also the monthly assessments. So you know, if you had a good week, then this will be a celebration for you when you assess the week. You know, and it's also a great learning tool because you're going to learn about yourself, how much you can do in a week, how much you can endure, what were your red zones. I think it's a really good way to analyze not just your habits, but your mood, your, your reactions to things, and how much work you can get done in a day. It's like a journal. It's a journal. It's a journal. It's, so it's for a very detailed journal. So you would, you, it sounds like you would recommend this Bouchard planner. I would recommend it, yes. If you use it correctly, I think that it can make your life so much more efficient and simpler. And, and really, it's just a matter of spending 10 to 20 minutes uh, in the morning and 10 minutes in the evening assessing your day. Which is something that we should be doing. This just gives you a framework to, to do it in a regular basis to make it a habit. For people who are interested in, in, in getting this Bruchard planner, uh, where, where do they go? Is it? Uh, well, of course, you can get it on Amazon, or I think he has a website as well. 
Did you, you got it on Amazon, but it's also available at his we- website, brendan.com. That's B-R-E-N-D-O-N.com. You go into the books section, scroll on down. It's near the bottom. He has a lot of books. And that is where you could directly, uh, I imagine, pay t- directly to him and get your planner. And it's a, was it a three-month planner? Is that what the, the basic planner is? Uh, each planner has two months worth in it. Two months. All right. So two months yeah. of getting your life in order. And then you're, two months, I think, is a good amount of time to be able to realize if it's been a helpful tool right. and whether it's worth investing, um, getting, getting a few more for the five more, as it would be for your year. So please share your experience with planning your day. Do you use your planner? Have you used a Bruchard planner? Leave us your comments on our Facebook page. We definitely want to hear them. Uh, Join us next week when we talk about planning for the holidays. Uh Uh-oh. The holidays are upon us, and it's the perfect time for us to slide out of the new habits and back into the old dastardly ones. We will talk about some ways to avoid that slide and prepare to start the new year right and not do it the way that most people do with these terrible, uh, what, what do you call them? The uh, New Year pledges or whatever. New Year's resolutions. Resolutions. Boo on resolutions. And remember to subscribe and share this podcast. Subscribe and share. Subscribe and share. You like what you're hearing? Subscribe and share. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss an episode. And share, share, share. Make sure the people that you know that you care about they might want to come uh, along on this journey with us and hopefully learn a couple things here or there. If you are wanting to do a podcast and you're in the Florida area or on the East Coast, you could definitely hit me up at someonetalkmedia.com. That's someone talk. E-D-T-A-L-K-E-D media.com And if you're in the Los Angeles area and want to do a podcast, you can reach me at winedesigns.com W-E-I-N designs.com Now go out there and live it. Don't waste it. Peace and love. This has been a production of someone talkmedia.com. <laughs>